With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio, Gamecock Basketball Report today. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett and the Gamecocks back to their winning ways yesterday with an 82-55 win over Tennessee. Joe, the Gamecocks came out hot, led 8-2, to 18-8, and 27-9, a 16-2 Gamecock run early in that ball game with Tennessee yesterday at the Colonial Life Arena. Included in that hot start for the Gamecocks was 14 points off of Tennessee turnovers as Carolina jumped out to the 27-9 lead. So, Joe, the Gamecocks end their losing streak, and we feel like the Gamecocks are firmly inside the bubble now for the NCAA tournament. If they weren't before, a lopsided win against Tennessee yesterday, and the Gamecocks are in pretty good shape for the NCAA tournament, we believe. Yeah, that, that's the Gamecock team I was used to seeing. Um, they came out popping on defense. Uh, they got out and got some steals. Um uh, Got um, defensive rebounds. That's part of defense as well. Getting defensive rebounds and getting stops on the other end and pushing it. They got up to they got up to a good start because they got some easy baskets and put a lot of pressure on this Tennessee this young Tennessee team. And once that offense started going after the defense predicated everything, uh, everything went pretty smoothly yesterday. Gamecocks jumped out twenty-seven to nine. Tennessee would get it going, and they actually closed the half on an eight-to-one run to cut it to 38-30 at the break. But the Gamecocks outscored Tennessee 44-25 to in the second half. Dwayne Notice hit three threes in the second half. The Gamecocks had four players and double figures in this ballgame, led by sophomore P.J. Dozier's 19 points. Notice had 15, all 15 of his points coming on three-pointers. He made five threes in the ballgame. Sendarius Thornwell had 15. Raw Felder had 12. It was six for Chris Silva, four points each for Mike Kotsar, Hassani Gravit, and C.D. Keita. Three points for Evan Henson and 13 Gamecocks played. South Carolina shot 45% for the ball game, 9 of 23 from three. Tennessee just 1 of 13 from three, and the Gamecocks defended the three-point line extremely well, something they had done very well this year when they got off to the great start in the SEC. But the defense had waned a little bit in the last few weeks, but they really turned it back up against the Volunteers yesterday. Gamecocks 19 of 26 at the foul line. South Carolina out-rebounded Tennessee 38 to 29, and the Gamecocks scored 27 points off of 20 turnovers. So, Joe, uh, Coach Martin said after the game that the Gamecock team had a lot of emotions coming into this game. The losing streak lately did not sit well with the team, and they really riding the ship yesterday. Yeah, if you listen to some of the pressers all week, uh, Frank was saying that they're having some of their best practices. So, uh, uh, you know, give, give Coach Martin credit. He made a bold move by uh, in putting uh, Gravit into the starting lineup yesterday. I think that helped the rotations on defense yesterday, and it helped on offense. He didn't score a lot, but he so was able to help move that ball and um, he had to slide Sendarius to the four, which he's been playing a lot this year anyway. So it, it, that was a bold move. And then my concern was how would Coastal respond by being taken down the line? Bit, you know, it's tough for young guys like that. You know, you've been starting all year, then all of a sudden toward the end you've been taking down the lineup. But he responded. I was glad for him to come in and, he made he really contributed to the team on yesterday as well. So uh great move for Frank Martin by implementing um grabbing into the starting lineup and I think that's something they may stick with 
for a while, and they'll see if that continues to keep this keep this team rolling this year. The Gamecock bench outscored Tennessee 23-19. Not a wide margin there, but Joe, bench production has been a problem for South Carolina these last couple of weeks, and it was uh, you know, a rare occasion that the Gamecocks bench outscored the opponent, at least for the last couple of weeks. Attendance 16,117. Joe, why do you think Martin put Gravit in the starting lineup? He put him in just to, I believe, to just, just to give this team a different look. Um, Getting off the slow starts and, and and it was a matchup thing. I think he he knew that this team was was slumping a little bit defensively and and by implementing him, the uh, defense rotation was a little bit better. Um, you could slide Silver. He was able to play the five yesterday for for a while yesterday. So um, offensively as well, uh, the ball just moved better. Seemed like um, you see Dwayne Notice and Darius, PJ. All of them was PJ was you know. Playing very aggressive, you know. He he didn't have to be the main ball handler. He had three other guys out there that was able to handle the ball. So it took a lot of pressure, I think, off of all those guys. And it was, you know, PJ was able to be a little bit more aggressive. Some Darius did his thing. Didn't have his greatest game. He was. It was good to see that somebody was able to step up when he didn't have his best game. So, um, whatever move, whatever reason Frank did that, I think it was a good move for him. 27 points combined for Dwayne Notice and Raw Felder, and we've talked about the importance of these two. They're going to have to get some outside shots for the Gamecocks to win coming up in the month of March, and a great sign to see those two playing well yesterday against Tennessee. So the Gamecocks back in the win column in the Southeastern Conference. Carolina now 21-8 and overall, 11-5 and in the league. And we're down to just two games left in the regular year. The Gamecocks will host Mississippi State on Tuesday night. That'll be a 7 o'clock tip at the Colonial Life Arena. Television provided by ESPNU. Joe, Mississippi State is an interesting story. They started 3-1 and in the conference, and they have fallen off a cliff since then. They're 2-10 and since that 3-1 and start. They've lost six games in a row and eight of nine, and the Gamecocks beat them in Starkville back on February 11th, 77-73. to The Gamecocks got 28 from Cinderius Thornwell and 15 from Chris Silva that night. We felt like Carolina had gotten back on track with that win, but then, you know, they continued to struggle the next couple of times out. So 11-5 and in the league right now, Joe, and the Gamecocks are in good shape to finish in the top four in the standings, which would give them a, a two-day bye, essentially, in the conference tournament. And there's a good chance that the Gamecocks can finish alone in third. Arkansas has got to play at Florida Tuesday night, and that's who the Gamecocks are tied for third with in the SEC right now. So, Joe, the double bye, very important in the conference tournament. You don't want to play four games if you don't have to, and if you finish in the top four in the league, you'll need to win three games to win the conference tournament. Oh, no doubt. It's imperative that we finish off strong. Uh, we got some winnable games coming up, and like you said, we, we definitely need to finish in the top. Top three. You want to be in the third position. I think if that you, you can somewhat avoid uh, can take it to the final. I believe uh, if we, if if everything falls the way it does. But um, yeah, it's, it's very important that we finish finish strong because uh, you don't want to. You know, we've been in that position so many years, Emerson, by playing five and four and five or six games in the tournament. Just then, by the time you get to the finals, you're worn out. So we need to take advantage of our standing right now, being in. Uh, fourth place right now, and uh, hopefully that we can continue. Uh, we can build upon that, on the momentum that we started creating yesterday against Tennessee and just finish our strong against Mississippi State, and then uh, I guess we're going to roll uh, Saturday to Ole Miss. All right, Kentucky beat Florida yesterday at Rupp Arena, and Kentucky is now one game clear of Florida atop the SEC standings. Kentucky's got uh, Vanderbilt, 
at home, and then they'll close out the regular season at Texas A&M. you got to figure Kentucky finds a way to win those two games, although Vandy certainly can't be taken lightly, and Kentucky will have to travel to College Station. So uh, not a given that the Wildcats will win those two, but certainly they'll be the favorite to win both those games. And if they do, they're going to win the SEC regular season championship. So I like what you said there, Joe. It really is important to finish third and not fourth because you can avoid Kentucky until the finals, provided you win. You know, if Carolina wins their first conference tournament game, they would probably get Florida in the semis. You know, if the seeds hold, they'd get Florida in the semis instead of Kentucky. Yes, that's important. Uh, team that we have beaten already this year. But, you know, they can't take that mindset. They just need to have one game at a time. And Whoever tips fall, whoever we need to play, we just need to play and, and play them well. Uh, Kentucky's a team that's a really good team. You know, you'll hear me say this within the next couple of weeks, <laughs> uh, the conference term. I call it the Kentucky Invitational because they all, they win it almost every year. So, uh, hopefully, uh, wherever, wherever we fall, I think we got a good chance. Like I said, we continue to, you know, build upon the, the motive, uh, the way we played on yesterday. I hope those guys continue to, uh, practice well. Uh, PJ continue to be aggressive. Uh, Chris Silva continue to, you know, be himself and, you know, someone stay out of foul trouble. Uh, we'll be okay. Gamecock Central Radio here, basketball report with Gamecock great Joe Red. I'm Emerson Phillips. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our free podcast on your cell phone. You can listen on your phone anywhere you receive cell phone service. The app is available on the App Store and on Google Play. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Joe, what do you make of Mississippi State? A 3-1 and one start in conference play, 2-10 since. They've dropped off a cliff. They've lost six in a row. And you know, I don't even know if they're a postseason team at this point, Joe. They're 14-14 14 and 14 overall, 5-11 and 11 in the league. It was a pretty young team. A couple of games that I've seen, uh, they're a young team, and uh... – they, they this, this show you how tough and how grinding the SEC is. People don't give this conference a lot of credit, but this is a very tough conference, especially when you go on the road and, and, and have to travel to these different venues and try to uh, pull out wins. It's a tough conference, and uh, when you got a young team as, as they have, which I think they'll be okay in the future, but you know, uh, as far as postseason, it's going to be tough for them to get in any postseason. I think now the uh, NIT takes teams that are over 500. Right now they're 14 for 14, I believe. And uh, it's going to be very difficult, I think, for them to win out because they got, of course, they got us coming up. And I believe they got, I'm forget who their last game is this year, but um, it's going to be very difficult for them because they're so young and, and, you know, this Gamecock team can't cannot go to take this game lightly either. Uh, we need to go and handle our business as well. And, and forget the records right now. I mean, it's late season. you got teams such as Mississippi State and Ole Miss who trying to spoil a lot of people uh, here. You know, another tough loss like that would be kind of difficult for us and as far as season when you're talking about the NCAA. So we want to continue the momentum and uh, keep playing well the rest of the, these last two games. All right, Mississippi State comes to Columbia for a 7 o'clock tip Tuesday night on ESPNU. And Mississippi State got trucked by Vandy yesterday, 77-48. to Vandy won its fourth straight game. Mississippi State with just 48 points in that contest, and they are really struggling right now. But they did play Carolina to a close ball game just a couple of weeks ago, a four-point Carolina win in Starkville back on February 11th. So uh, let me give you the SEC standings right now. Kentucky beat Florida yesterday. Uh, Those two have split their two regular season meetings, but Kentucky is now one game clear of Florida for first place at 14-2 in the league. Florida's 13-3. The Gamecocks and Arkansas are tied for third at 11-5, and those two teams are two games clear 
of the uh, Ole Miss Rebels, which are 9-7 and seven in the league. So, uh, Joe, if the Gamecocks beat Mississippi State, they clinch a top-four finish in the Southeastern Conference. That would give them that double bye, playing at home, coming off a big win over Tennessee. A lot to play for Tuesday night against Mississippi State before the Gamecocks head to Ole Miss on Saturday to close the regular season. Yes, it is. And, uh, we haven't won as many games, and I'm thinking – in conference play, I believe we did pretty well last year, but I don't think we won this many games in conference, and we're close to being probably the second most wins in conference since the uh, Eddie Fogler year. So uh, that's a lot to look forward to, a lot of goals that that, that are attainable for us this year. Um, you know, we hit a little slump. We hit a little slump right after that uh, last time we beat Mississippi State and went on a three-game losing streak. But uh, hopefully, uh, like I said, we can – Continue. We we could just build on that game yesterday. The, the atmosphere was great against Tennessee, and, and the guys played great. And then this, you want to peak. This is the time you want to peak. You want to shine. We don't went through our little bad uh, phase where we didn't play well. So hopefully now these guys got their legs back. Uh, they got their mojo back, and they're ready to uh, do something we, we haven't done in a long time. And that's uh, possibly winning the SEC conference and possibly getting in the NCAA and. Getting into that second weekend, I, I feel that uh, if we can get in there, we can upset some people if we continue to play like we played on against Tennessee yesterday. Yeah, Tennessee's not been lights out this year. They're just 15 and 14, 7 and 9 in the league, but a feel good win for Carolina because they really thumped Tennessee and I think squashed or at least quieted some of this talk about the Gamecocks maybe you know getting closer to the bubble or being on the bubble for the NCAA tournament. 11 and 5 in the league and a good chance to pick up conference win number 12. Tuesday night against a struggling Mississippi State team. So 13 Gamecocks played against Tennessee. You know, a lot of folks got involved and feels like Carolina is back on track. So we'll be back with you to talk Gamecock basketball later in the week. Joe, thanks for the time today. Always a pleasure, Emerson. We'll talk to you later. All right, my pleasure. That's Gamecock great Joe Rett. I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll come back here on Gamecock Central Radio and have another men's basketball report. We're down to the final week of the regular season, and we're looking forward to postseason play here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.